Welcome to episode 56 of Monday State of Mind. My name is Michael Mazel, and I'm the Director of Alumni and Recovery Support Services for the Harmony Foundation. All right, ladies and gents, we are in the thick of talking about growing and evolving in recovery. We have had some amazing guests talking about this theme in May so far. And let me tell you, you are not going to be disappointed by the guests that I have on today to talk about another aspect, another story, I'll say, of how he chooses to grow and evolve in his recovery, right? Because like I've said, and like old timers have said, you're either green and growing or you're ripe and rotting. I know you can take that, write it down. It's a good one. Green and growing, ripe or rotting. All right. So also another thing I want to say to all of you amazing humans, if this is your first episode tuning into Monday State of Mind, after you listen to this episode, head on back to episode one and take those five minutes that that episode consists of to get to know me, yours truly, a little bit better and to get to know the why behind Monday State of Mind, okay, okay? This human that is going to be talking with all of you here in a minute is someone that has become an incredibly close friend of mine in recovery. Of course, we met in recovery and he is just an incredible human. And I love the way he talks about recovery. I love the way this human shows up for recovery and for people every single day. And I've been dying to get him on the podcast. And he finally said yes. So without further ado, you know how it goes on this show. I don't introduce my guests. They introduce themselves. So who do I have the pleasure of having on Monday State of Mind? Hey, everyone. My name's Chris. been sober for about just over nine years. Live here in Denver and just loving life. Ladies and gents, Chris is in the house. And so, Chris, we're just going to deep dive into this. When I brought up the topic to you, about growing and evolving in recovery, right? Like not staying stale. What did you immediately think about? Well, first of all, I got to say the way I heard it was either you're growing or you're going, right? <sighs> so I, I've gotten into so many things in sobriety that I, uh, I, w- I never would have even thought about doing before. Like, yeah, life was good and I did activities and yeah, it was fun, right? But like, as soon as alcohol took that stuff away from me and um, even if I was going to go do something, I had to get loaded first. And so when you brought it up, I, I just started thinking about all the things that I've explored in my, in my life because of sobriety. And it's way more than anything I would have done before, before I got in here. I love that you said that, that you're exploring, right, Chris? I want to ask you when you got into sobriety, because you have some time under your belt. Yeah, you do. We get challenged with that idea. And I've talked about this on a couple other episodes of we have all this time. We're challenged with time. And how do we use our time? Because we're not loaded and we're not sleeping or drinking or using. We actually have all this space to fill now and to stay stimulated. So take us back to early recovery even. And what did that look like for you as far as like choosing to stay stimulated in your recovery? 
God, I remember the first time I went to the gym when I got sober and I hadn't gone to the gym in years. And, uh, man, I was working at a golf course at the time and I couldn't get up and down to the golf carts for like four days. Cause I couldn't feel my legs, but man, it, that adrenaline, that dopamine that got firing just from going to the gym the first time, like I wanted more of that. And, and that just kind of goes into, I started going snowboarding again. I hadn't done that in quite some time. And I started going golfing again. I just started doing these things that I, I did in high school and college that I just kind of put, put away, put to the side because I wasn't able to do those things. So it was kind of rediscovering the things that I like to do. I love that. And so tell me, this is something that I think a lot of us struggle with. I know I struggle with it. Like as you're discovering, like every day you were making the choice to be like, Hey, let me just see what snowboarding's like sober. Let me see what it's like going to the gym. Kind of like we are beginners again. We are trying things out for the first time again. And I know that sometimes, and I've told you this before, I hate looking bad. I don't want to be bad at something. I don't want to look like that new person, but I also have to tell myself that if I don't try it, then I am going to stay stagnant and I'm not going to keep growing. And so can you speak to what was it like for you? Like having those thoughts, do you even have those thoughts and what propels you, Chris, to keep pushing through looking bad, (laughs) essentially looking bad? I think a lot of it has to do with, I find myself doing things is very meditative to me. Sure. I could sit and meditate in the morning, but like if I'm, I'll just use like running or biking or snowboarding, like that's when I'm really centered and I crave more of that. So like recently I just started backcountry skiing. Right. And got a lot of fear around it, but my friends are doing it and I'm interested in, and I want to throw myself all the way into it. I think for me, it's kind of fueled by like fear of missing out. You know, if my friends are doing it, I want to do it. I hate looking bad. Right. Um, uh, and I get like whiny about it in my head because I'm just criticizing myself like oh you shouldn't be doing this you shouldn't be doing this like I'm doing a mountain bike clinic right now right because last year I bought a mountain bike and you know I'm okay at it but I want to be good right I want to keep up with people because I'm judging myself right you're not good enough you're not good enough and now in the mountain bike clinic I can't do a certain thing and I get really frustrated about it but yeah there's a lot of judgment around what people think And it's just like this constant wanting to get better. I love that. And I love that you said we are our own own worst critic and you judge yourself, but, but you keep doing it, Chris. And I love that you said, I don't want to miss out. Like as bad as it sucks looking bad or like being a beginner at something, now it's kind of that, that, that fuel of like, I don't want to miss out on life. I don't want to miss out on experiences because I'm so afraid of looking bad for a hot minute or not being great at it. I always say this podcast is about our state of mind. And so I want to ask you, what would you say since you continue to throw yourself in new experiences, Chris, what has it really done for you in your state of mind when you make the choice every day, really to continue to grow and evolve in your sobriety? What has that done for you? At first, I'm thinking like, I kind of went through this thing a few months ago where I I was wondering if my constant desire to do these things, like I'm thinking about physical activities, right? And my, my constant desire to do this, is it running from something and like avoiding, or is it because I like to do it and that's where I find my center? And I've come to the conclusion it, it is because that's where I find my center. So that was something that was like kind of interesting for me to, to think through and work through. I don't think I nailed your question, but 
that came to my mind. No, I love that you said that, but I will ask you again, like, <laughs> because I know a lot of people, they struggle with staying simulated or because in the beginning it's easy. It's easier, shall I say, because we're trying to stay sober. It's like, we are going to do whatever it takes. And then we've been sober for a little bit, three months, six months, nine months, a year. And it's like, well, now what? We get that complacency for some sinks in, but like for people like you and people that I've had on talking about this theme, you have that inner desire to keep growing. So there must something inside Chris that there's that why behind it. What is that? I think it's all about just finding what, what I'm passionate about. What fuels me, right? What keeps me going? What do I look forward to doing? What do I have on my, on my weekend, right? And maybe if I had wife and kids, maybe my life would be different and I wouldn't have the ability just to, to do whatever I want, right? Because that's kind of like how I'm living right now as far as like, hey, I want to do this on Saturday. I'm going to do this, right? I don't have to think about like the family aspect, but if I did, it'd still be like, what am I passionate about? Making time for that because that's kind of like that self-love because, you know, I didn't come in to, uh, it's so cliche, but I didn't come in here living high on life and, and feeling great and <laughs> running marathons and, and all that. You know, I came in here a broken person and unable to leave my bed, my bedroom. God, you know, I was living alone, hiding alcohol from no one because, right, I lived alone. And as soon as I got that hope from sobriety, as soon as I started to, to get that hope in my life, from seeing others like you, Michael, and your husband, Jesse, you guys gave me hope and you were doing fun things. And I want to do that. Now, I don't want to just say that it's all these outdoor activities that I love to do. I want to keep it general that you have to find what you're into and, and throw yourself at that. Right. And it is kind of like living like every day is your last. And I know that's really cliche, but I was thinking about this, you know, I've had a lot of friends in the program, you know, pass away. I had a cousin hiking in Utah, fall off a, a rock face and die last year. And it really is like, you never know. So why not just like make today a great day and do what you want to do? Like, yeah, I'm going to be responsible. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to do a good job at work. I'm going to throw myself at that. I'm going to do all the things that I need to do, but I'm going to have some fun too. Oh, Chris, you, you answered my question. Freaking nailed it too, by the way. You know, and the last thing I want to ask you, because if any of you guys have a chance to meet Chris or you see him in any of my pictures on my social media, you'll see he's a guy's guy. He's a go-getter. You look at him, you're like, dude, like that guy crushes life. And so for someone like you, because you have that persona, and I really think that there's a lot of guys out there in recovery that have that, you know, persona like you do, Chris, but are struggling to, to want to go and chase the things that you're chasing because they are in so much fear of looking bad and in so much fear of being new. And so they isolate or they stay, they stay stuck, you know, and I'll even say this for women as well. They stay stuck. So if there was something or a couple things you could say to the person listening to this podcast, what would you say to that person that is so scared of looking new or being a beginner at something? Oh man, I love taking people to do things for the first time. I love it. I love getting a sponsee and, and going on a bike ride. I love just grabbing people and bringing them. And I know that for me, there's a lot of fear about people that I think I'm less than, right? Because I don't want someone to think that I suck at something. I don't want someone to judge me on my character because I'm just criticizing myself all the time. And I think like, oh, I'm not good enough. They're not going to like me. I talk too much. I talk about myself too much. I, 
I'm not good at listening, right? All these voices in my head are constantly beating my up and it like prohibits me from reaching out to someone who's doing something that I want to do. It's all about, there was a saying when I was new, excuse my language, but we'd always say fuck self, right? Self is that voice in my head that's just talking to me all the time. And you just got to say fuck self and go up to people and ask them to do stuff. Because I guarantee anyone of my friends would be more than happy to be inclusive of anyone, right? I guess all reason that I might not initiate this conversation with someone new is because I feel like they're not interested. And that's on me. That's on me. I can do a better job of that. But man, I know you, Michael, I know any one of my friends would be more than happy to be like, yeah, come on, let's go. Because that's what life's all about. It's about helping each other. And sobriety wasn't fun. I wouldn't be doing it. And I just, I love doing stuff with other people and seeing people have fun and rediscover that they can do things that they love to do and rediscover that they are worth something. You know, I love that you said that. And I know you guys, we don't always swear on this podcast, but when we do, it's because we're hammering home a point. And so we, you answered that question so eloquently by dropping the F-bomb and it was so appropriate. And so you guys, like literally what Sobe just said, take it, put it on a post-it note, put it as the back screen of your phone as a reminder to be like, hey, fuck self and go make shift happen, right? Like, I love that you said that. Seriously, <laughs> guys, like that's why we show up to this podcast is because you get knowledge bombs and you get gold like Sobe just dropped. Sobe, thank you so much for being here on Monday State of Mind. I don't believe this will be the last time you're here. This has been fun. Oh, you guys, there you have it. Monday State of Mind, dropping bombs, making sure that we are having your mind work for you and not against you. All right. So with that being said, ladies and gents, I do want to go ahead and end this episode by reminding you that if you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, please call the Harmony Foundation at 866 866- 686-7867. Recovery is a journey and Harmony gives you the map. All right, you guys, we'll see you next week.